Today, I would like to invite you to something different from myself and Claire, where we talk about our Substack journey. Claire and I have both created a Substack platform. I have the Red Fern and Claire has It's All About the Words. And our intention is to grow our Substack over the next year during 2023. And we thought we'd get together once a month to discuss how we're getting on, how we're navigating the technology, how we're growing our subscribers, our thoughts on going paid, um, the the sort of things we we write about on there, the different possibilities that are available for us, such as the podcasting, the voice notes and the chat, and how we are making it part of our writing business, for want of a better word, and how we are hoping to earn an income from our substack at the same time as writing our books. So this is for all of you who are thinking of creating a substack of your own and or you're just interested in the behind the scenes of writing and writers trying to grow a platform and create a business from their words. I thought I would just do this little introduction as Claire and I get straight into the kind of meat of it all without much of an introduction. So without further ado, this is our first monthly podcast about Substack. Welcome to our No Frills podcast, all about our Substack year. My name is Helen Redfern. And I'm Claire Holden. So hello to you. And we'll, what we'll do now is kind of introduce ourselves a little bit more and talk a little bit about what our Substack podcast is all about. So Claire and I have both been on Instagram for some time. We both would like to become published authors and we also want to make a regular income through our writing. So we're going to talk about how we are going to do that with both of us coming from a different starting point. So, Claire, do you want to talk about your starting point first? Do you think that's a good place to start? Yes. So I have been on a very sort of slow build writing journey that started on um, Instagram because that really seemed like me for me the first place that I could get some words out into the world and then over the years um, and I should probably say that it's particularly bookstagram is the area of Instagram where I've been which is a really warm and welcoming community so that has kind of bolstered my confidence over the years there but it kind of became really limiting because I do want to go and discuss books but I also want to write my words and there just wasn't the space there to do that 
like literally wasn't the space because you've got this words limit caption limit so while you can put your thoughts out there and engage with people really well um you just can't say everything you want to say I have a lot of words this is my problem (laughs) and um and so over time and as my confidence has grown I've been looking for various avenues um that also feel like a stepping stone between writing Instagram captions and writing a novel and I'm starting on that in the background but I just want some somewhere to explore and publish regularly a bit more of something and uh, I'm sure we'll talk about this in more detail but at, at some point in the last year we both explored Medium as that place to publish longer form articles on a regular basis but that has its own limitations and Substack at the moment seems to be just this great place where you have the space to expand and write more and share that and build this community who are a lot more engaged with what you in particular have to say. So having seen that you've gone on ahead and enjoyed this Substack space and there are lots of other writers put in on Instagram about that who've done amazing things with it. I know that we both like, you know, Emma Gannon fangirls um, to see what is possible. I feel like for both of us, this is going to be like kind of an experiment as well. So it's like it's um, an experiment in writing and in confidence and, and all sorts of things like that. So I, I am starting from absolute scratch. I started my Substack account on Friday. It is now Monday, so I'm three days in. Um, And I'm just really excited to see what's possible in terms of both writing and growth. Yeah, let's do this. I think it's very exciting. And um, I was so excited when you started on Friday. Um, So I'm coming from a a uh, slightly different direction i have been on substack since about june i think yeah it might have been may maybe june and i think i started on medium first and then that gave me the confidence to create on substack i have to say when the clocks ticked over into 2022 last year I had never heard of Substack in my life and it was only through the Confident Creative Club, I think it was, when somebody started talking about, oh, I might start Substack, that I started to look into it as well as as a place to to share your writing. So um, I've been on Instagram for many, many years. Uh, I've built up an audience of about 15,000 people but from 2020 I I mean I think it was a a more gradual thing but from 2020 in particular I really fell out of love with the platform and since then I've been searching for community elsewhere it was last year really that I discovered that there were other places besides Instagram where you could grow you could um, find like-minded people you could share your words your thoughts and as a bonus you there is also a possibility of earning an income from it as well but 
I have to say, I have definitely been led by the community element, because even though I don't know what I was going to say then, but yeah, when I came off Instagram, even though that is what I was saying, even though even though I got a lot done and I my focus became so much better and I I could write an essay in one go instead of picking up my phone all the time to that yeah, distracted yeah. me. I was missing that community element. I missed people um, sharing various things, whether it's a book that you've enjoyed reading, a film, something you've watched on Netflix or whatever. And I missed that community element. So I was delighted to find Substack last year. So Maybe we should talk a little bit about Substack in more detail for those people who don't know what it's all about. And I know, Claire, for example, when you started your Substack last week, there were a number of people who um, commented on your Instagram post about it, saying that they hadn't heard of Substack before. And we've kind of been in this bubble where we've been you know, all excited about Substack or Medium as well as another place to write for for a year or so. And we forget that there are people out there that haven't heard of it because it's still such a new thing. So how, I mean, I, I guess we could describe Substack as a cross between a newsletter and a blog. Yes, it's definitely got that blog feel to it because again I think that's something else that really appealed to me about um, a different place to write than Instagram is that you can perhaps feel a bit less um, stuck in a niche you know this does feel more like what blogging used to be like that you're really sort of sharing a bit more of yourself with people because they're there to read what you want to say and and that can change at any time so yeah I think like um the newsletter aspect you still got that almost like sharing a blog post it's like a bit whatever you want to talk about really and you can put that out but but like you say I, I really like these extra bits that come mm. around that um and obviously you are now growing into a seasoned podcaster <laughs> um but but the fact that you can do a podcast within yeah. your Substack that's really exciting, mm. um, and I'm I'm looking forward to exploring that side more as the year goes on. I mean I'm not going to, you know, run before I can walk, but um, but that's definitely something that I would like to look at. And then these other things as well about like threads and what's the, the, the there's another short form way of writing Chats on the Chat. app, yeah. So that it that really does feel like community building. This isn't just this one way, like, here's my words, read them. It's like, here's my words, you know, and building up this sort of relationship with the people, which is what I really liked. And I think why quite a lot of people from Instagram um, that I've been in the community with have come on over because it does feel like it's carrying on that spirit of, chatting as well it's not just like me imparting my information um yes there's a, it's a it's a two-way thing isn't it yeah. rather than just talking at somebody yeah you're yeah. getting feedback and then 
in the comments down below your your article or your podcast or um your chat or whatever people start talking to each other and then you start discovering if you click on their name you discover that they've got a substack so you discover different people to to go and and um follow and that's, that's very much like it was back in the um early 2000s when people started writing blogs on blogger or or whatever it was and people would make comments and you would click and you would go to their blog and then you'd read what they were writing about and that's how communities started feels like a really organic way to go like engaging with each other rather than this kind of thing that's built up on other things where it feels a bit more cynical this follow for follow or whatever else this isn't this is like actually what do you read what do you write I'm interested in that let's you know and and that's yeah that's really interesting and it it does you know of course could because there's this like paid option there as well and because that's obviously how the platform makes its money you know they they do want you to do all these things but it does feel a bit more genuinely supportive of writers because it's asking you to put value on your work as well and it's asking your readers to appreciate the value the time that that the the writers that they put you know that you can support writers and that's that's a really special thing I think and I think I mean one one of the things I noticed when I went paid was that I thought, oh, I couldn't charge $5 a month. I'll charge less than that. And it turns out Substack won't allow you to charge less than that because yeah. they say you should value your writing. And, I mean, that was just a, a, such a reminder. I mean, there's lots of issues that I have around um money charging money for my writing or for my creativity I've got lots of issues about that I've written essays about that on Patreon um in the past and maybe that's something we'll dig into over the course of the year I mean we haven't really said what we're going to be doing with this podcast um largely because we don't really know what we're going to do (laughs) we are basically feeling our way forward But what we think we would like to do over the the course of 2023 is once a month to get together and to chat about our progress with Substack and what we are finding, what works, what doesn't work, how we feel about doing certain things, because both of us have, I'm talking for you now, Claire, but both of us have got issues with our confidence around our writing and creativity. So yeah, that we're basically just going to be talking about it and whether it's possible to start from nothing, which is what Claire um, has done. Although you do have a small following on Instagram, haven't you? So you're not starting completely from nothing. That's right. Yeah. So I started, uh, launched my Substack on Friday and I did, I don't have a newsletter. I didn't have any followers to import or whatever. It was just um, announcing on my Instagram 
this is me, here I am. I'd done a couple of um, stories earlier in the week to say, this is what I'm doing. And then I shared the logo that I'd made <laughs> midweek. And then on Friday, it was like, da -da! Yeah. <laughs> here's, my, um, here's my URL. This is my first newsletter come on over and so yeah I have uh, 1,500 followers on Instagram and I now have 50 followers 50 subscribers on um, Substack which you know in three days is just amazing and I'm really and it just grows as well you just see this little you know you go away for a bit and you come back and there's another three and it's just I'm kind of really heartened by that. It's sort of nice to start from nothing in a way, just to see yeah, yeah. a really engaged audience. People that are really interested in what you're doing, being a really happy for you and wanting to support you, um, but be like genuinely interested in what you have to say. And there was a lot of um, when I posted about it on Instagram, I thought that was really nice. The people that were like, this is a great day for you, but for us as well, because we get more of your words. And I was like, that's so nice. Yeah, yeah. So I think from my perspective, I came to Substack with an um, email list already that I transferred over from, I think I was on Squarespace, their email um, function on from Squarespace. Yeah. Um, so I transferred my followers over and in the process I I explained I think I mean god I I do get brain fog sometimes but I think I explained I was going to Substack and this is yes. what I was going to do um and I think I did lose a few followers but that's what people do um they you know it's kind of a, a um do I really want to carry on subscribing? Yeah. No, I don't. So that they um, unsubscribed and that's absolutely fine. And I think that is nothing to be afraid of. That's just an aside, by the way, um, as you create your Substack, if this is something um, you guys listening want to do, don't be afraid of people unsubscribing. So I think very vaguely, I started with around 900 subscribers and since moving to Substack because of the way other people can recommend you but also how people can click on your name when you leave comments and things like that I have grown to 1,326 yeah. maybe so it's not a massive growth I mean when we um, we're listening. Um, Farah Store did a introduction to Substack and how to grow on Substack in um, for her paid subscribers a week or two ago, and her growth has been magnificent. But yeah, she, yeah. I think, she's put more thought into growing, whereas I've just kind of left it and just assumed people would find me and not. Yeah yeah and not encouraged any growth I think uh, that's going to be a very interesting part of this year for both of us because mm. it's the um it's a balance isn't it really and mm. um you know I'm not here to cynically do what needs to be done purely for growth but I would like to do what I want to do and do what I like to share 
and mm. grow as well. That would be great. So it's kind of just going to be really like weighing that up for us as the year goes on. I think what what works and what doesn't, what feels right and what doesn't. Yeah, yeah, and doing it in a kind of gentle way, but also in you know we don't want to shy away from it either. So when neither of us yes. are into this kind of hustle, hustle, hustle culture. But equally, we realise this is now our business. Yes. Um, yeah. And we don't want to shy away f- and say, oh, you don't need to follow me or, you know, or have yeah. that kind of um, mentality um, because we do want subscribers. Both of us do. Um, we do want to grow. I I mean, there's, there's a number of reasons why... Um, and one of them is I'm writing nonfiction and it always helps to have an audience behind you when you approach yes, literary yeah. agents and publishers. But equally, I'm excited by this and how it can grow and how it can change your life to a certain extent. And, and maybe I don't know what's going to come out of this. I know yeah. people um, write novels, for example, through Substack. It's That's, a different way yeah. of publishing your novels. I just think that there's modern so day Dickens. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> like like Dickens did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do. There's just a lot of possibility here, and I think that's oh. why it's exciting to be what feels like a start I know it's been around for a while but it feels like a growth moment for it doesn't it Mm. so it's kind of exciting for us both to be here at that point and to document this as well yes you know hopefully this will be interesting and helpful to people who want to do the same thing but yeah it's I I think there is a possibility to provide uh, an income through what you love and through your words that mm. will then support while you're also going off and writing something else in the background yeah before that you know before yeah you yeah that. I mean we're, we're constantly told that um you can't make a living from writing and I think maybe if I don't know you're a mid-list author producing one book a year it might be difficult to purely live on your book royalties or your advance yeah um so it's going to be interesting to see how we can balance our substat journey with our um you know you're writing fiction i'm writing yeah. non-fiction currently so how we balanced our substack with making sure we still get the words down on yes our, yeah I was going to say our proper writing, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Our our original why we started in the first yes. place was to write yeah. a book. Both of us, um, our dream is to be published. I think that is your dream. Oh yeah, no, a hundred percent. I mean, so kind of my uh, January takeaway is I haven't done anything on my novel at all. I mean, I had intended to. To bring a slow start to the year anyway I think creatively got not much left after the end of last year I think I was ready to hibernate yeah um and then we talked about um Substack before Christmas and we mm. you know this idea of it being a good place for me so all of a sudden it just became like well if we're looking at this as a year-long project I actually need to get going in January so 
I have sprung back into writing action, but a lot of that has just been about getting Substack up and running. Um, so that's, you know, that's my first month's reporting on my writing balance. There's been no balance, um, yeah. but that's going to be really interesting moving forward as well, is that, you know, to start with, and it's, it, uh, you know, I would say for anybody who hasn't set up at all on Substack, it's not that tricky. It's not overly techy. It's taken me a week in the hours that my daughter's at school to just sit there and create a logo I did that on Canva um and just all the background setting up all the bit of texts that you know bits of text that need to be in place writing bios and about pages and all that sort of thing and then writing a first welcome post and uh and the post that I sent out on Sunday a kind of a community chatting post thing um that's been a week's work but I think going forward I would have a much better balance with being able to provide regular newsletters and posts on Substack and get back on with my novel as well yeah I mean I'm I'm the same as you Claire I've I've not done any writing on my book I'm hoping to get back into that during February so uh it's going to be interesting I've also got my YouTube um channel as well so I need to balance YouTube Substack and my book writing um and this is something that I I I don't know how it's going to work and this is something I was just writing down as you were talking Claire um, maybe we should state what our aims are going to be for the next month with our Substack because I think one of mine is to work out my balance between Substack and YouTube because hmm, I think I need to hmm, I'm trying to think which one is the most important, but I think with my book writing, maybe that's what I do in the first hour of my creative day. Yeah. And then Substack and then YouTube in terms of priorities. See, I'm thinking more that I would have separate days that I will have mm. substack days and uh, so this will be interesting next month to come back on like what yeah, did our, how it works. I think for both of us February's got to be you know feeling into how we balance yeah. our writing yeah. yeah and the other thing that I wanted to do in the next month is to sort my about page out after I did I did a thread last yes, or the week great. before where I asked my community how they saw me because I have been having a little bit of a struggle with I don't know I, I find it very difficult to put into words what I do that's it and that's I suppose this is like the other side of because where I'm saying I've come from bookstagram it's all about books it's very mm. niche and that's exciting that I can kind of broaden that a bit you've kind of had this year of it was six months so far on on Substack of being able to broaden out a bit more but then you've kind of gone okay well I want to relaunch and put this push in Mm. but I've now got to kind of be able to say a bit more succinctly you know yes what is Helen Redfern yeah what is Helen Redfern (laughs) about (laughs) 
but that um, but what you did there Helen with that I thought with that post and that chat that um that you started you know if anybody else was at that point where they'd had a dabble with Substack and they want to come back and really give it a go that's a great way to get started is like you know what uh, open it up and say what what would you want from me what do you see me here mm. to and that's always been a question I've been terrified of asking. I don't think I've ever asked it before. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was really eye opening and really, really useful. So I'm very grateful to all those people who responded to that. And and you, you just said about having a relaunch. Maybe that's what I'm going to do. Yes. To get together at the end of February Brilliant. and talk about my relaunch. Yeah. I mean, even if it's just, you know, a metaphorical relaunch. But yeah, just in my head. In your head, yeah, yeah. I think that's a really good way to see it, that, you know, mm. this is like a fresh a fresh start with it as well. Mm. Yes, that's, that's got me quite excited. Yay. Excellent. <laughs> so what are your, I know you want to, um, to sort of work out um, how you're going to balance it with your, life and your other writing but what are your other intentions for when we get together again in a month's time so I guess it'd be really interesting to look at um subscriber growth for me because you know I've got um goals and I've gone in I should say as well that I have gone in offering everything to everybody that sounds a bit, a bit broad and uh, and wonderful but um I, so I've not put any restrictions on things behind paywalls um I have but I have offered paid options and so mm. that's like a really good because yeah I go in with this really icky feeling about asking people to pay me because so many people put their words out there all over the internet for nothing. Um, but so what I've done is that everything will be available for everybody. Um, but if people want to support me and I've got the finances to do that, then there's options there to be a paid supporter of my writing. And that's great. And, and I've been very lucky. I have had a few people take that up to start with, and that feels amazing. Um, but so I need to kind of have a think of a strategy going on through the year if there's a point when I would kind of start to offer less to everybody um, to be able to build up the money from writing that I would mm. like but that's you know that would be much further down the line so to start with I really want to look at growth and numbers I mean I'm, yeah. I'm telling you I've got 50 subscribers right now I would love to come to you at the end of next month and say I've got 100 yeah so so that would be me is, I guess, is looking at A, how I spend my time and B, how growth works. You know, what do yeah. I have to do to build the numbers and what does that you know, look like and feel like? Yeah, I think and I think, yeah, that's something I'd be quite interested in as well from the relaunch to kind of talk about my Substack more. I think on my YouTube um whether it was the last video yes I think it was the last video maybe the last two videos I talked about my substack and what um I'm thinking so my last YouTube video which as we're recording this was about write it all down by Kathy Rensenbrink her non-fiction book for writing memoir so I annotated that and talked 
uh, through the bits that stood out for me. And one of the things I said in that video was that I was now then going to write a Substack article going deeper into the bits that um, I really, really sort of took away from the book. So that is something that I'm going to do this week, hopefully today or tomorrow. Um, and I think I, I can't remember how I, I incorporated it into my video before, but that's what I want to do. Sort of talk about something a bit more generally on YouTube, but then go into the more sort of vulnerable or intimate aspects of a yeah. subject with my Substack, And maybe that will be behind the paywall for the paid subscribers. Yes. Yeah. When I know it's when it's really intimate and vulnerable, um, it's quite nice to hide behind a paywall. No, I see that. I totally mm. see that. And I think it's um um I think Farris Dorr said something similar in that it is that you kind of almost what the paid subscriber is about giving more of you mm. and and that's a two-way street as well because you're giving more of yourself but then you need to trust those people as well with it yeah. so you know the fact that they have paid to support you I think mm. that does give you that extra level of trust with your audience there yeah so, yeah yeah, so yeah, I think that's what we, so that's our intention then for the next month, you to sort of work out how it's all going to work for you um, and how it's all going to fit in, plus a focus on sub subscriber numbers and growing yes. that. Um, me, I'm going to, um, again, work out how it's going to fit in alongside YouTube and maybe YouTube, I need to keep it one, one, once a week rather than twice um yes, yeah. in order to focus keep my focus on substack and the relaunch and um yeah how what i'm going to keep for paid because i would like to i think when i started my aim was to have one newsletter a month for free but i yes. would like to provide more for free subscribers um, and then, like you said, maybe go more intimate. Yes. Yeah, I think that would work well. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So but we'll have to see. And you'll have we to will have to see. Back. We'll yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Over the next month. And we will report back how we've both got on with our uh, I'm going to say the J word with our Substack journey. <gasps> journey. We, need, <laughs> we have T-shirts, please. <laughs> our substack journey but yeah if anybody is listening and they have um you know wherever you are in your journey too we would like to know all about what your aims for this month are as well and yeah, perhaps absolutely. we can do this together as a community set ourselves little targets um come and be accountable to us um and we will be accountable to you we'll report back at the end of february and tell you what we've been up to Absolutely. And yeah, if you leave your um, if you're listening to this and you're on your Substack journey, comment on this article um, so people can click through and discover you and we can all grow as a community together, um, because I think that is, you know, we what's the rising tide ships that saying? <laughs> I can't remember what it is. And it's not about sinking. It's about how a tide rises everybody and we can all do it together. And, I'm just uh, nodding. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> right. Well, shall we leave it there? Was there anything else so. we were going to talk about? No, I think writing can be really solitary. Yeah. And um, trying a new project is really scary. And there's all those feelings that come out about whether you fail, whether you succeed, whether you get trolled, um, whether you fall flat on your face. So it's really nice to be doing this with somebody by your side. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I'm so pleased yeah. we're doing this together. And, you know, maybe, like you said, we can find a community of people who are also starting on their substack journey and um we can all talk about it together and share our experiences that would be brilliant yeah come and come and join on our ship in the rising tide absolutely so claire what is the um url or the name of your substack my substack is called it's all about the words by claire holden um, and the URL is claireholden.substack.com. Brilliant. And I am, what am I? I'm, my substack's called The Red Fern and you can find it at helenredfern.substack.com. And you'll notice both Claire and I have both used our actual names for our URL and our substack yes. is called something different and that's just I think it it's a, a long-term thing just in case I no longer want to be the red fern if Claire no longer wants to be it's all about the words in the future we have our name as our domain name yes yeah mm. so we're kind of just future proofing if we would like to change our mind um that that's a long way in the future and that might never happen but it's just an option um if we needed it right a kadoke i'll wrap it up here thank you everyone for listening thank you very much and thank you helen i love that <laughs> thank you claire right i will see you in one month's time bye bye <laughs>